Look, I know you don't want to be seen. I know, yes, you, the one who says, well, I'll just pray from afar. I'll just do this and over here. I don't want nobody to see what I'm doing. I don't want to be in the forefront. I don't want to be this and that. You don't want people to know. You stay in your corner. I get it. You don't want to be seen. Being in your little space is comfortable. But is it what God requires? What if, and it's not really a what if because we know what is true, God is requiring for your life to be seen so they may glorify your Father which is in heaven. He wants you to be the salt and the light of this world because you have accepted Jesus Christ. You are following after Jesus Christ. You're asking God to make you more and more like him. Take away all things that are not of him. So why do you keep trying to hide in that corner? Why is it that you don't want to say what you know you're supposed to say or give that encouraging word that you know you're supposed to give or write that book, start that business, start a podcast, share that post, forgive someone, whatever it is, get out of your corner. Somebody is watching you. They need to know Christ. And let me give you this encouraging scriptures. Matthew 5, 13 says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that, is, that sits on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp. Put it under a basket, but on a lampstone. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Who is watching you? They need to know God. They need to see God. They need to hear God. Do not allow your hesitations of possible critics and naysayers to stop you from showing and displaying your light. Welcome to episode nine of Conquering Me Podcast. watching you. Uh, I'm going to be straight up with you. This one right here is something that had that I had to deal with first. For a long time, I just did not want to be seen. I didn't. Even though growing up in the church and growing up in a, um, just growing up, period, I seemed like the pathway of leadership and being in the forefront always ended up at my feet, even though I tried to avoid it a million, a billion, a trillion times. It just so happened to be there, right? So I understand when we have the desire of not being seen, and it's really not from a malicious place. And this is for those who are 
really, um, their heart is to please God and they want to do the things of God, but it's just a lot of uncomfortable and easy thoughts and feelings that we have with stepping out on faith and letting our light shine. And so I want to have a very personal conversation with you about how we overcome that and then how do we really stand firm on what God has called us to do? Because the truth is someone is watching you. And I have learned as God is growing and maturing me, how many people watch you, right? So you have to get out of your corner. And this corner could be, I, I just get up, I go to work every day, I take care of my family and that's it, right? And even if that's the lane that God has you in right now, because I don't ever want to diminish anyone's walk and anyone's season that they're in. The question I have for you is, are you truly displaying the light of God? And when God says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. The purpose of us displaying our light, which is Christ, is so that they can be intrigued and say, whoa, what is it about you that is so different? What is about you that makes you respond to things differently? Now, here's the thing. They may not even be fully uh, able to articulate that it is a spiritual thing. They just may say that, you know what? He or she is just very uh, kind. I appreciate the way that they respond to bad situations. Or they may say, I, I see how giving this person is. You know, they're willing to pay for people's lunches or they give to the homeless on the street. Whatever the things that are good and, and the character of God that we display. These are the things that we should always be willing to amplify, right? Don't let this be something that we hide to try to fit in or even just to not to gain attention. Some of us are just really uncomfortable with attention. But here's the thing. My fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, the moment you said, Lord, I thank you. Lord, come into my life as my personal savior. Honey, you going to get attention. And not all the attention is going to be good. But there's hope. God has prepared a way that you are already victorious. He will already give you a level of endurance to go through it, right? The Bible does talk about suffering for righteousness sake. So it won't always be good, but you will be rewarded. This is why we have to hold on to the joys of serving God and what God does for us. So shining your light, let's be truthful. It is uncomfortable. It makes you uneasy. Think about like for anyone of us, let's say, let's just take it where you feel like God has told you to give an encouraging word to somebody. Maybe this is someone that you know, or maybe this is someone that you, it could be a complete stranger. And for some people that is like deafening. You, you literally want to freeze like, what? God, you want me to say this to this person? What? What? Okay, no, 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 no. And you have this whole panic and you're like flipping out and take a deep breath, step out on faith and shine your light switch your mind and your eyes off of the feeling and switch it onto the purpose of shining your light. We never know what seeds God has us to plant in other people. We never know 
how we are watering and how we are truly impacting people by just being obedient by allowing the Holy Spirit to show up in our day-to-day lives. Now, I want to make this clear. It is not about always walking around with your Bible and throwing scriptures and praying heart prayers. It is just having a giving heart. Some of you may have seen it on our social media. My husband, he follows this guy where, and I can't think of his name, but he follows this guy to where he literally goes around And he creates like these scenarios and what he does in these scenarios, he'll say, man, I, um, um, like one of the videos I saw, he came up to this guy and he says, sir, I I just need to buy uh, a present for my daughter. You you can give me the money or can you just buy this one present? I'm on my way to a birthday party. And I remember the guy was like, man, sorry, I can't do it. And then the guy turned around and, um, the guy turned around and ended up buying it. He tracked him down in the store. He said, hey man, I really want to buy this for you. Buy this for your daughter. And it was like a a Barbie doll or something like that. So probably less than 10 bucks, right? And so the guy ended up buying it for him. And the man said, just because you gave to me, I want to give you $500. Now the gentleman who was giving the guy the toy, he was sitting thinking he was broke. But God is allowing this man to use his social media platform. And then he's allowing his followers to give to people to bless randomly. It could be in the grocery store. It can be someone homeless. It could be any and every scenario. And this guy goes off of his platform, a Christian platform, but his heart is to just give to people. Now imagine this. Now this man, I believe, has millions of followers. Now, now here's the truth. Not everyone that follows him is probably a believer and not everyone who follows him believes that it's real. Because some people really do have a problem. Let's address this first issue. Some of us are not moving in what God has called us to do is because we hear people say, oh, they're just doing that to be seen. Now, there is a scripture that talks about not doing good to be seen by man. But the the point of that scripture is to be seen and you're doing it out of the love and the hope of Christ. The truth is, Christ just told us, let your light so shine. Then he further tells us, let them see your good works so that they may glorify your father, which is in heaven. So I cannot be a private Christian. I cannot be a private giver, a private do-gooder, quote unquote, a private good Samaritan, quote unquote. I have to be able to step out on faith and be okay with being seen. Yes, people will say, some people will say, you're doing this just to be seen. But take the hope and the mindset of Christ said, yes, God, I'm doing this to be seen so they may glorify you, which is in heaven. It is so easy for us to stop doing what we can possibly do or not stay or step out on faith because of what others may say. Once again, this is a may say. Now, this guy on his social media account, and there's plenty of other people who do it. They literally, you see them just giving money away, giving things away. And people started GoFundMe. One one person, he started to GoFundMe for a mom who was uh, living out of her car with her two, I think it was two or three children. And he said, what is it that you desire? She said, I just want to own a tiny house um, and a plot of land so that I can, my children could always have a home. And she had a a series of hardships. So what he did, he used his influence, gave her some money, and then he used his influence, once again, being seen, 
use his influence to start a GoFundMe. And they people poured into them so that they can have their own permanent housing. Now, we know right now the housing market is outrageous. It's too expensive on all levels, from buying to renting. Places that used to be affordable, even in small towns, because, because of uh, people are able to work from home now, people are literally moving from larger expensive cities into smaller towns, and now what's happening, that's causing the rate of living to go up even in small towns. So now they're saying, let me build. Let's do this. So we know that the housing market is an issue. There is a problem. But how are we showing our light within this specific problem? Maybe God has assigned you to a specific area. It's sex trafficking, child abuse, domestic violence, homelessness, hunger, the political arena, maybe the traditional church mindset, financial lack. It could be a lot of areas where God is saying, I need you to show my light within this specific area. Do not be afraid to step out and show your light in where God has called you to. Hear me out. You are not meant to save the world. Jesus Christ, that is what he does. But imagine if believers across this world saying, I'm going to show my light in the way that God has required of me. Not the way that I think. And the, and the reason why I say that is because of, let's say, uh, traditional thinking or societal thinking, cultural thinking, we think that we are supposed to move in a specific way. I am always going to challenge you to look at your life and saying, is this societal norms, cultural norms, church norms, whatever, or is this God? Because God has a specific group that he has assigned you to. And the only way for you to know that is to really stay at his feet and ask him for directions on how and who to shine your light to. There are plenty of preachers and teachers and prophets and prayer warriors and um, uh, just people and even song psalmists and singers across this world that God has called them to for their specific area and those specific people. But are we shining our light and being the salt of the earth that God has required of us? Being the salt brings flavor. Think about it. Whenever you eat something, you're like, oh God, this thing needs some salt. It is too bland. And there's actually a lot of benefits to salt. They're saying now how sometimes when you take out too much salt of your diet, it causes adverse effects. So the point of salt in its true essence is to bring flavor, but also to preserve and slow down decaying. We know that this world is a dying world. You can look at it from a spiritual standpoint or even from a natural standpoint. Scientists are talking about all the time how the world is literally dying. They're screaming. I think it was like two weeks ago. There were scientists uh, handcuffing themselves to buildings and uh, trying to wear a, a raise awareness about what is happening in to our world from the ozone layer to global warming, the pollution, the uh, trash. Like it's so much stuff that scientists are like, um, excuse me. One of the things that they're talking about now is our soil. How are we as believers even showing up in those areas? 
I want us to get out of this mindset that we show our light only at church. When you have accepted Christ, you show your light everywhere, everywhere. It says in there, do not hide it under a bushel. For those in the house will be blessed and they, they will see it. So are you showing your light to your immediate family? Or are you one of those to where you're so beautiful and loving and warm outside of your actual home, but your, your closest people, they don't see that. They don't see the character of God. They don't see the love of God. They see chaos and turmoil. Showing your light is in every aspect of your life. One of the ways that God really began to mature me is some years ago, I want to say I was maybe year eight of my marriage. And God had to let me know that ministry happens the moment I wake up. So how I love myself, how I love my children, how I love my husband, everywhere. It starts before I go out of my house. This is me showing my light. I have to show that I'm a loving and a God-fearing woman at home first. I have to display the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness of God at home first. And if you do not have, um, if you're not in a, if you don't have a family outside of just yourself, maybe it's just you. Start within yourself. How am I displaying the love of God and the light of God for myself? Do not be this person to where people don't know who you are depends on where they find you. You a different place person at work. You a different place at person at home. You're a different person at church. You're a different person when you go hang out with your friends. You a different person here, there, and everywhere. The consistency of your faith should be everywhere. Your light should bright should be bright everywhere. And I want to go back to my first point about how some of us are nervous to share our light because of what others may say. And that's really what it is. You may say, oh, I just like being unbothered. I just like being to myself. I don't have to deal with the problems. Truthfully, I think you're just a little bit nervous and scared. Am I qualified to show my light? Do I have enough wisdom? Do I have enough scriptures? Do have I prayed enough? What if somebody says this, right? All the questions that goes in our minds when we talk about truly walking in the light of God and letting our light so shine so that they may see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. The enemy tries to combat us with so many questions that make us want to stay in our comfort zone and not display. I want to give you some peace and some hope. God has already made a way for you. Even if it is scary, he will give you what to say in that moment. That's where your faith should be. In that moment, God, if someone gives me a question or if they, um, if I'm in something that is overwhelming for, for me, I am going to lean on you. I'm not going to make up an answer. I'm not going to get overwhelmed, but I'm going to say, God, in this moment, I'm displaying my light and I'm a little bit nervous about what's coming back my way. God's got you. Who is watching you? I want us to, I want us to truly, truly understand that there is a group of people that God has assigned to you. 
there's a group of people that are waiting for you. They are waiting for you to step up. They're waiting for you to shine your light, shine your gifts. And if you're wondering like, God, how do I do that? It is in the way that you live your life. And take time to sit back. I'm going to always tell you that. Almost on every podcast, I'll probably say, take time, take time, take time. Sit back and reflect. Am I showing the light of God in how I communicate? Am I being the salt in how? Am I bringing flavor to the situation? Or am I bringing nothing but negativity? Am I stepping out on faith? They asked me to do this at my job or at my church or whatever the case is, and I'm not doing it because I'm just nervous. See, in that moment, when we allow our nerves to take over, we're really making it more about ourselves instead of about the glory of God. Now, let me put this little caveat. Maybe your nervousness is, God, I don't want to mess up. I don't want you to look like a fool. Honey, God will never look silly. So take that spirit and say, God, once again, changing our language. We talked about last week about praise being our weapon. God, I'm feeling nervous. So I thank you for preparing the way for me as I do what you've called me to do. As you teach me how to display the light and you, because the truth is the light is Christ. Teach me God how to display your light, how to understand your light. And for those of us who are struggling on maybe some specifics, I want us to go to Matthew 5 and 3. And we'll end it on this. Matthew 5 and 3 said, this is kind of, let, let this be kind of like your guide or your parameter to understand how to be the light or if you're following in the light. Now we've talked about before the fruit of the spirit that is one way to display the light of Christ. And, but I want to talk about the Beatitudes. Matthew 5 and 3, and this goes to verse 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God, heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when, the, when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Being the light in this world has a lot of benefits, but you will have some persecution, but you are blessed. But I want you to think about, are you merciful? Are you pure in heart? Are you the peacemakers? Are you the one who, who is meek on earth? Do you mourn with those who are going through? Are you sympathetic? All of these things, there's so many other characteristics that really let us know, okay, God, am I following you? Am I displaying your light in my life? Because I want us to understand we cannot and we have to stop turning the light off and on. The light has to remain on. 
So look at that. Really study Matthew 5 and let that penetrate your heart about the Beatitudes, but also what Christ says about being the light and the salt of this earth. And allow the Holy Spirit to come in and say, am I being a salt, light and salt under this earth? And reveal to me, God, what is my hesitation of being that? Some of us are carrying some pains that were passed down to us from those who stepped out on faith or those who were Christians or whatever like that. And we're like, oh, don't want to go through that or don't want to be like that. So we live a life to where we're literally right under the radar when God is saying, I need you to be on top of that hill so that you can be seen and they can see your good works and glorify me, your father, which is in heaven. We have to bring people into the kingdom of God. But let's first start. God, am I shining your light? Who is watching you? I hope that you were blessed on today. I hope that you received something. Continue to pray for me and we're going to pray for one another that we show our lights, that we do it not for man's approval or man's praise, but to make sure that we are glorifying our father. As we show our lights, one prayer that God is teaching me is God, teach me how to remain at your feet. Give me a heart and a posture to stay at your feet. And what that means is that I will always remain humble under the mighty hand of God. The Bible talks about so many times throughout the word of God about humbling yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself. A lot of scriptures about humility is about us humbling ourselves. Now that is something. So I pray prayer and let us all pray prayers that we remain humble and sitting at the feet of God so that we may be able to hear him, feel him and receive from him so that we may fully display his light and be the salt of this world and walk in his glory and do what he's called you to do. I love you all and I hope you all have a great week. Speak to you next Friday.